You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. Yo, podcast world. Welcome to the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. Okay, so this is a solo Q&A that I've got from questions that I pulled from my Instagram page. So if you're not currently following me there, it's Coleman Power Organic Fitness. I highly recommend you to check that one out. Okay, so also these questions have improved with individuals that I am currently training on the organic fitness and food program. So if that's something you're also interested in, hit me up in the DMs on that one. Okay, we'll go straight on into the questions we're going to be covering in this podcast. Okay, it's in relation to how much of a calorie deficit do I have to be in to lose body fat? Okay, that's the first one in relation to foods such as refined or processed white pasta, white bread, and white rice. Okay, the next one is in relation to bulking and cutting and it being done correctly. We finish off with best foods to choose and eat organically. All right, so those are the four main topics we're going to be touching in, in this podcast, okay? And just to set you off on a positive note, the sun is absolutely splitting the rocks here. <laughs> okay. Right. The first of the questions. Okay. Calorie deficit. Okay. It gets thrown out there very, very regularly. If you want to lose weight, just have to be in a calorie deficit. But how much of a calorie deficit do you have to be in? Okay. It's 500 calories off your maintenance. Okay. But what's that figure? What's that for me? It's different for everyone. So that's so important to firstly figure out. And it's determined off your current height, your current weight, and your current activity levels. Okay, so then there's another thing is if you move more, you can eat more. So that is the basics of how much of a calorie deficit do you have to be in to lose body weight. Okay, you don't have to be in whether it be a keto state, you don't have to do intermittent fasting, you don't have to be a vegan, you don't have to be a vegetarian, you can eat any foods you like and still be in a calorie deficit and lose weight. You can even eat the likes of nothing but a Mars bar and still lose weight. Yes, it's all down to numbers. However, that's something I'm definitely not recommending. Why? Because your energy levels will be extremely low as a result of that and you will have not only poor energy levels, you'll be lacking in so many different micronutrients, so many different macronutrients, and as a result of that, then we're going to have major problems so what i try to get people to do is i get them to learn people that i train people that i come into contact i get them to learn how foods work for the body okay and what are the three things that you need to firstly focus in on okay these are macronutrients what is a macronutrient what are the three macronutrients okay these are proteins these are fats healthy fats and these are carbohydrates okay so What's protein even good for, okay? Protein, yes, is your muscle repair and the likes. Okay, protein is not just for muscle repair, muscle maintenance, okay? And it keeps you satiated for longer, okay? But most of us are not eating enough protein, okay? So the recommended amount just off your current weight and off your current weight in kgs, it's 1.5 of that, okay? To take the example of a 70 kg individual, okay? Don't do maths live, they say. 70 kg one and a half times that is about a hundred and I'm going to say 50. Please, God, be close to the right. The likes of that 
is going to not only satiate you, okay, but protein is good for repairing <clears throat> cells in your body. So it's good for skin health, okay? It's good for your hair, prevents the likes of split ends in your hair. It's good for your nails. If you have brittle nails and you're not consuming enough protein, this could be a simple way of being healthier because being <clears throat> or losing weight or losing body fat isn't always what should be deemed as healthy, okay? And then as well as that, it balances hormones. So a lot of people are just thinking of protein as, oh, from a bar or from from meat sources or just to get it to build muscle repair or maintenance. Okay, it's used for so many different processes in the body, okay? And you must consume it in adequate amounts to have optimal energy levels and live a healthier lifestyle as a result of that, okay? Then the healthy fats is the next thing I try to get people to consume or to think about when and consume in their diet, okay? And what does healthy fats do? Healthy fats improve your cognitive function, okay? And how these differ from the likes of protein is they are higher in calories, okay? So that means we eat a little bit less of them, okay? And where do they come from? They come from foods such as nuts, seeds, okay? Walnuts you have that are extremely high in omega-3, and omega-3 is good for anti-inflammatory properties, for speeding up recovery, okay? So for those of you, it's a very common that we don't consume a lot of foods that are high in omega-3. Walnuts are super high in omega-3 and simply add it to the likes of a salad for lunch, okay? Full of dark leafy greens, which I'm highly recommending people to do. And as a result of that, you then gain the added benefit of them being a healthy fat, high in omega-3, and other healthy fats that are good sources of omega-3 are flax seeds, okay? Flax seeds, you simply spoon two three small teaspoons, about 15 grams that is, okay? Because some people are like, oh, what's a spoon? Keep spoon, this spoon, and I'll be getting onto that later on and tracking things and just having a rough idea. But in relation to adding in foods that benefit you healthy fats-wise, okay, avocados, okay? Not enough people are eating these healthy fats in their diet. And I actually used to be, I'll tell you the truth, when I first started training and the likes of it, I used to prevent or used to reduce down the amount of fats when I first started out. Why? Because the word even fats just put me off and I said, I didn't want to gain fat. You don't gain fat by just eating fat. That's something I'm trying to get across to people, okay? You gain fat by eating an over excess amount of calories, okay? So that's why it's so important to know what calories and what foods have certain amount of calories in them, okay? So proteins contain four calories per gram. Fats contain nine calories per gram, so we eat slightly less of them. And carbohydrates contain, similar to protein, four calories per gram. Okay, and then I get on to people to understand, okay, the likes of carbohydrates. What are carbohydrates? Carbohydrates are used for energy production in the body. If you have low energy levels, if you constantly feel tired, okay, and you constantly feel hungry, this may be as a result of low carbohydrate levels, okay? Okay, but it is easy to consume carbohydrates and overconsume on carbohydrates. Why? Because they're found in highly processed foods, and that's where they, they get demonized slightly, okay? So if you're eating the likes of a biscuit, a chocolate, a cake, a dessert, those are carbohydrates because those are sugars. So sugars are carbohydrates, okay? They're energy. Okay, but just use them to your advantage and eat them and fit them in and factor them in as a result of that. Alcohol is another sugar that also is used as an energy source and factoring them in throughout your week to make it fit your lifestyle. There's no perfect life. There's no perfect remedy. There's no 
one figure, I should eat so many proteins, I should eat so many fats that will fit every single person. That's why when I talk to people, you have to look at what they're currently doing right now to match the foods, foods broken into the three main macros, the proteins, the fats, and the carbohydrates in certain amounts to match their fitness level and whether they want to lose down reduce down their body fat they want to maintain their current size or and or they want to build more lean muscle tissue you want to bulk up okay they must know the three main macros the proteins the fats and the carbohydrates okay but in relation to tracking then i get people to have an understanding of how much protein how much carbohydrates and how much fats are in the likes of items okay and I just get them to do it for a small period of time. I don't track foods, but I did at the start just to have an understanding of what foods contain what amounts of calories, okay? And as a result of that then, it's just getting you to know and have in your head. It's just like, I'll take the example of the tax that comes out of your income each and every week or each and every month, depending on how often you get paid. You look at it once and you say, oh, so that's how much tax I have coming out of my account each and every month. That figure typically doesn't change, okay? So once you look at it, it's like, yeah, I now know that that's the amount that that contains each and every time that I consume it, okay? We'll take the example of 40 grams of oats, okay, is only 25 grams of carbohydrates. That doesn't change, okay? One egg, one large egg contains six grams of protein. That doesn't change, okay? So just having a clue or an idea of what foods contain what vitamins and minerals in the times in the shape of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. An example of a fat then is half an avocado is 15 grams of fats. Okay, so those are three examples of a protein, a fat, and a carbohydrate. Okay, which leads me on then to your training. In relation to training and getting into a calorie deficit, this is what I recommend. I recommend people to train. You can lose body fat typically by just not being in a calorie deficit. However, people that do that, the first thing they'll say is, geez, now that I'm after losing this body fat and reducing down the percentage that I have currently on my frame, I now want to build a little bit of muscle as a result of that. So training. Uh, is a massive benefit of that, just that, building lean muscle tissue as you reduce down and toning up those muscles and focusing on the areas that you want to improve on, whether you want a more visible visible abs, if you want more uh, toned glutes or legs, okay, you focus on that area using compound lifts, okay, what are compound lifts? They incorporate large muscle groups, such as a squat, Okay, you want to improve your upper body, your chest, your arms, you focus on back and chest exercises. Okay, using resistance style training is the form that the training that I currently use with the people that I come into contact with. Why? Because when you slow down the movements, you put time under tension, you burn more calories as a result. And when you burn more cat, when you tear more muscle fibers, you as a result able to build more lean muscle tissue. Okay, it's slow and controlled. Okay, now with these home workouts and resistance training can be with the likes of no weights. It can be just slowing down the tempo in relation to push-ups. I give the example: if you do a push-up and slow and pause at the bottom of a push-up and hold for a second and come straight back up, that's resistance style training. Okay, think of the form of calisthenics. Those of you that don't know what that is, it's using bodyweight exercises, such as whatever current weight that you are and frame that you have, to carry out exercises. Okay, that is a form of resistance style training. 
okay, that it can be extremely effective. You can get into great shape. However, I do use preferably slightly lighter weights and always have, even when I was training in the gym, I would never lift massively heavy because firstly, you can cause, prevent the likes of an injury occurring, but it's a way of getting more tone physique as a result of slowing down the tempo, getting a good muscle-mind connection and thinking about the muscle you want to work, okay? When you do that, okay, you get and tear more muscle fibers. As I said, it's so important to focus in on the training that you're doing to incorporate the muscles you want to improve on, okay? And if you are unsure of an exercise or you're feeling it in an area that you shouldn't be working, let's say the lower back, if you're doing the likes of any exercises, whether it be a squat, whether it be a deadlift, whether it be a bent over row, incorporating in the upper back in the two back exercises I mentioned, you need, and you're not feeling it where you should be feeling it, your form is incorrect, okay? So you need to find, find get a neutral spine, especially with squats, especially with deadlifts, especially with bent over rows, okay? Using mirrors if you possibly have them, okay? To incorporate in you seeing yourself from a different angle and seeing how straight your back is. When you're doing a squat, when you're doing a deadlift or a bent over row, your back should be dead straight, okay? Whether you're leaning forward or not, you still can have a straight back, okay? Neutral spine as I call it, okay? As a result of that, you will then take the pressure off the lower back, which is something we don't want to add excess, especially doing resistance style training, whether it be heavyweights or lightweights. And that will factor in you incorporating in the muscles you're trying to work, okay? That bent over row, that squat, okay? Focusing in on the upper back, the squats, focusing on the legs, okay? If you're not feeling it in the muscle, you should be feeling it, there's something directly, and that's a result. If you're not happy with that result, you need to change it, okay? So that's something that's very important to point out in relation to your training, especially with resistance style training, okay? And whether you're running as well, if you're having lower back pains or you're having pains in your ankles, okay, you need to sort out that problem before it gets any any worse, okay? If you keep doing what you're doing, you will keep and continue getting what you're getting, okay? And now we're moving on to the next question in relation to white pasta, white rice, and white breads, okay? Are they healthy? Should I be eating them? And what's the story? So in relation to white pasta and white breads and any refined carbohydrates, that's what they are, those forms of foods, okay, they're less fiber, so as a result of them, it's the polished grain, it's what happens, is it's an added process that is done to the grain, so think of a grain of rice, what's actually happened is, they've just polished off the grain, okay, and around it, okay, they've taken away some of the minerals and some of the vitamins, okay, it's a quicker release of energy as a result of this, having lower fiber, Okay, what does, that, what does that really mean? The insulin spike, as some people would say. Yes, it is an insulin spike. What does an insulin spike mean? It just means that it's a, it's a simple carbohydrate. And what does a simple carbohydrate mean? It's simply getting you its energy source at a quicker rate as a result of brown rice will give you in a slower release of its energy. Okay, so if you're looking for a quick release of energy, what foods would you would I recommend? White pasta, Okay. People who do who exercise and want to have a quick release of energy, such as you're doing a training session, a heavy, fast, high glycemic-based exercise, could be runs. You want quick release of energy, you're low on energy levels, you haven't had a lot of carbohydrates throughout that day, white rice, white pasta, white bread will get you there, okay? But then you're just losing out on other things, such as that fiber, it's going to keep you fuller for longer. You're losing out on slight, uh, less vitamins and minerals as a result of that, Okay. If you want to have more benefits of foods, a slow release of energy throughout the day, if you don't want a quick release of it, of your energy, stick into brown rice, brown pasta, 
brown breads, okay? That even brown breads, if you can make them at home and other, the people are at home, okay? If you can't make them, get your mom, get someone else to goddamn make them. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm all about. <laughs> so, But the whole idea of it is there's no food that's good or bad. Brown pasta is just as good as white pasta. They just have different benefits, okay? They're foods that give you slightly different effects on the body. And that's what I try to get people to understand. Foods have effects on the body. But what do you want it for? Do you want it just as a, a dinner, a food source for dinner after training? Preferably after training, it would be much more beneficial to you to consume the likes of brown over white in that situation. If you're going for a training session and you know it's going to be a tough one and you're low on energy levels, the white pasta, the white bread would increase and get you to perform at your optimal level okay so that's two of the main reasons why or two of the reasons why i choose brown over white sources okay and now we're going on to the likes of bulking and cutting okay this is very common for individuals who are training especially at this moment in time so it's important to do it correctly okay and what I always get people to do, as I said, is getting to know, firstly, what type of training they, they want. I ask them at the start, what type of training do, what type of, sorry, what do they want in relation to their fitness goals? Are they looking to cut and reduce down body fat, which is the majority of us, a high percentage of us, they typically do want to reduce down their body fat, but it's to do it in the correct way, okay? Because if, it, if done incorrectly, it can lead to the likes of eating disorders, Okay? irregular hormone imbalances okay the loss of sex drive okay low constantly low energy levels if you're eating in a too much of an excessive calorie deficit okay so it's so important to get the information the correct information from people who can help you whether it be personal trainers whether it be reading books okay staying in the likes of the 500 calories off your maintenance okay and not going excessively low for too long because as a result of that you can then overconsume and then rebound back worse than you possibly were as a result of that that's so important okay and another point i want to point out because some people think that if i lose down or reduce down this certain amount of body fat okay i'm going to be happy then okay a certain amount of body fat doesn't mean that you're going to be happy okay having visible abs doesn't mean you're going to be happy Okay, you have to be happy doing it in the day-to-day things, okay? And that's why I'm a real believer in the process. Taking it slow and steady. Getting from day one Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday. Slowly progressing your training. Slowly progressing in your healthier food choices for you. And everyone is totally different. So you really have to tailor it to you and get help from people who can and do have the information, okay? Because too many people do it incorrectly and as a result of that then they say, I can't do it and they give up and they throw in the towel. But I'm recommending you not to do that because if you give up, you never win. People that give up, are you're not going to succeed, okay? You have to keep going, but get help. Ask somebody. Find out the information that benefits you and try put it into practice. All right, because you cannot gain the advantage of something you do not do, okay? And I made mistakes along the way, okay? 
I was unsure of foods. Firstly, I was under-eating the likes of certain foods, and I was over-eating the likes of others. I'll give you a simple example of porridge. I used to think, which it is, porridge is an extremely healthy breakfast to have. However, I was having it, and was having it then in abundance in the mornings. Okay, I was literally having a bowl that could have nearly been about 80 or 100 grams of porridge in the morning. I was so full, I was bloated, I didn't know whether I was coming or going. I was like, geez, I'm being extremely healthy, but I'm, I'm feeling very full now after this. And then, as a result of that, then... I wasn't seeing the results that I should be. And that's just one typical example of a mistake that I made. And after finding out what foods and at certain amounts are beneficial to my to me. And that's so important with any food or with any person that I come into contact with or anybody that I train. Okay? And that's my point on in relation to the likes of bulking and cutting and sticking to either a calorie deficit, such as cutting, for a period of 8 to 10 weeks. You shouldn't be in a constant state of fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, okay? Because if you're doing that and you're co- and you're constantly looking for fat loss and weight loss, you're not doing it correctly. And that's the why I'm touching on a point that make sure you get advice from someone who can and will help you. And if you're bulking for an excessive amount of time, you're never really going to lead to excessive weight gain, okay? So, be and stick to a plan. Have yourself and set yourself out a plan with a personal trainer or someone who, who knows a little bit about it, who could help you reach a, those your specific fitness goals is my point on that one. Okay, and the last point we're going to run into is foods and best foods to eat organically. Okay, this is an extremely important point and I'm really passionate about it. Firstly, being an organic grower and knowing the foods that you should consume. Okay, Typically, the most important ones that I'm going to point out to you are in relation to the ones that we consume that are soft and leafy and the ones that we eat the leaves or the foliage of. Okay, so in commercial production, take the example of leafy salads, rockets, spinach, your kale, okay, all of those ones, cabbage, maybe not cabbage as much, but any of the leafy material that we consume, those are the most important ones to get organically for what reason when in commercial production the harsh chemicals that are sprayed on these crops are the areas of the plant that we consume so it makes it a little it makes it even more so important if there is to choose foods that we consume the foliage of that the harsh chemicals get sprayed directly onto choosing those organically where possible okay because those harsh chemicals such as glyphosate can have so many different negative effects on the body okay and I, other uh, um, fruit, fruits and vegetables that I recommend people to consume are apples okay apples are another one that are extremely uh, heavily sprayed throughout the year of a crop okay and they can be easily gotten okay organically and these are the ones that I recommend because if you ever have washed an apple and you see that kind of glass or a glow or a wax on it that's a lot of the chemicals that are extremely hard. You can wash off some, but it's really hard to wash off all. And that's why I'm a, I am rarely have commercial apples. And if I do, I'd always peel the skin because that's what makes it another important point. That if you are consuming the skin of the fruit that the harsh chemicals are sprayed onto, you're in, inevitably consuming those toxins. So apples are another one. Because I recommend people to eat an apple each and every day. Not only because it's one or five a day, but it's high in fiber. It's a vegetable. So it's a fruit. And it's so easily consumed as a snack after a workout, for breakfast, in your porridge, in your salads, 
and it's vitamin C, good for skin health, good for muscle repair, okay? It contains a type of fiber called pectin, that not, not enough people are having fiber in their diet, okay? And in relation to the likes of tomatoes, another one, these are fruits that, again, they have in their massive commercial production are sprayed on a regular basis, okay? And this is a point that I'm gonna go off on one, Things that you see for 49 cents, such as tomatoes, okay? For those of you that are grown currently or bought even seeds, you know that the packet of seeds that you would get wouldn't even be 49 cents, okay? And then you're expected to get something for 49 cents and in a shop and you buy it, you bring it home and you're like, wow, that didn't taste so much. Of course it didn't taste so much because it's commercially produced, it's been already overforced. And as a result of that, tomatoes, I'll tell you, are sown in February. Okay, they're then transplanted out about a month later, that's in March. Then they're put into the ground in March, and as a result of that, then they're watered, they're weed, weeded, they're side shooted. And you don't get fruits on that tomato plant in Ireland until June, July. July, okay? And as a result of that, then you some I I we harvested, it's harvested, then it's put into the crate, then it's brought to the store, then you consume it. And some people are saying that. Healthy food is expensive because it should be expensive because it's not the price of something. It's the value, the value, the benefits that you will get when you consume it organically. You don't have harsh chemicals on it. You get it. You can get them local. You can get them fresh. And when you do that, you see, you have to focus in on you're not paying for the price when you're at the counter. You're paying for it long term with your health, with your fitness. Okay, because it's healthness, 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 fitness and health is not just what for a week it's not just for six months it's not just for a year it's for life you have to think a long-term game here okay the foods and the training that you do it shouldn't just be a quick fix it shouldn't be just i'll sign up to this program that's as cheap as chips with that trainer and i'll get quick results instantly which majorities are looking for i just buy this quick and cheap food source that or vegetable that is 49 cent or it's a euro and expect to feel all the benefits I could I feel as good as I possibly could but when you choose it and pay for a little bit more you pay for what you get and I'm a firm believer in that you see you have to whether it's fitness or whether it's your foods you have to raise your standards you're paying for what you get, okay? There's a lot of people saying, I should train, or I should eat organic, or I should eat local. And you can, and there's a lot of things that you could possibly get, okay? First preference is getting in more fruits and vegetables into your diet. Why? Because all the benefits are there. Not to say that there's no benefits if you don't get it fresh, you don't get it local, you don't get it organic. And of course not. But then you maximize the benefits when you get it organically. Raising your standards saying, I should, from me saying I should, to I must, okay? You must consume and I must do those things and I must fit in the trainer and doing it on a regular basis okay having the list of foods that you want to get having a list of days that you're going to train having a layout of your day of your training because too many of us say I should okay too many of us say I should but you don't get your shoulds you get your musts you must do the things on a regular basis to see the benefits okay if you keep doing and eating the foods that you're currently eating if you keep doing the current training that you're doing and not seeing any change okay how can you expect to feel or look any different if you don't do something different 
okay? Choose foods that benefit you. Do training that benefits you. Find and consume information that benefits you. If you're hanging around with people that are negative, if you're consuming negative information on a regular basis and you're feeling down and you're feeling upset and you're feeling depressed, how do you improve on that? You do things that benefit you. You hang around with people that are positive. You consume more information that's positive. You train a little bit more than you were currently training. Focusing in on areas that you want to improve on. Choosing foods that will maximize their benefits for you. Choosing fresh, choosing local, choosing organic. And as a result of that, then finding out the foods that benefit you and get you closer to your fitness goals. And that's my message to people, all right? Don't pick and choose something and do something at random because if you do things at random, you'll get random results. Raising your standards, okay? Knowing what foods are going to benefit you, knowing what foods give you energy, knowing what foods factor them in that if you're choosing them at suboptimal times, whether you're going drinking, whether you're going choosing the likes of cakes, biscuits, chocolates, and having them and making them fit your lifestyle because everyone's different. Don't just do something because someone else is doing it. She's doing it on Instagram. He's doing it on Instagram. That's the exercises he's doing. If you want to figure out what works for you, try it, okay? You cannot gain advantage of something you do not do. That's the rant. Rant over. Podcast done and dusted. I just want to say I appreciate everyone for sending in those questions and I get passionate I get heated about that because I really do love and I really do want people to improve and if anybody has any questions in relation to the likes of their fitness in relation to their health or their food choices or where they could get something that, or do something that might benefit them or get in contact with someone who might be able to help them in their, their current situation don't hesitate to ask me any question okay you can contact me on Facebook on Coleman Power, Instagram at Coleman Power Organic Fitness, okay? If you have my WhatsApp number, you can send me over private messages, okay? I really just want people to improve, okay, and have an understanding of where foods come from and how it can improve their current fitness and health levels, right? And as you always in the podcast, stay tuned, stay classy, and keep it organic. Hey, I just wanted to give, take a quick 30 seconds to tell you about the new organic and fitness food program. Okay, it's for people who want to be healthier, who want to get and eat local, fresh, organic produce while having the added advantage of reducing down their body fat, whether it be slipping down into a lower dress size, having more visible abs, or improving on their toned physique, such as improving on their legs or arms, and keeping it long term. Well, then, this is the program for you. If you're interested, Hit me up on Instagram, Facebook or slide into the DMs.